right, this is Rick Sapio, and I am excited for this edition of Principles and Tactics podcast. We like, as you know, uh, if you listen to the Mindset webinar about permanence, we like permanence. We think putting permanent structure and permanent systems allow things to last and endure through ups and downs. And everything fits together inside Business Finishing School. We have the Battleship Principle. The Battleship Principle is a principle that allows you to endure any negative event that could happen to your business. But it starts with having permanent structures inside your business. BFS, we believe that being an entrepreneur and creating value is one of the purest forms of self-expression and fulfillment in the world. Our objective and my objective is for you to be the best entrepreneur and business person that you could possibly be. That's it. It's that simple. This three legs of the BFS stool, you have to have all three. The first is principles and tactics. You have to understand the basics of business, just like learning a language. Then you have to have the right mindset. You can't be the type of person that has massive emotional swings that doesn't allow you to build a great company. So it's principles and tactics, number one, number two, mindset, number three, financial success. We want to make sure that you put the structure in place inside your business and inside your personal life so when your business is successful, it converts to you creating wealth for yourself and your family. All right, all right. So we're moving on to principles and tactics, but you have to think about the operating values of your business Always, and I call this the decision-making lens. Are you putting every decision that you make, including every decision that you're making today, through the lens of simplicity, probability, and leverage? You know what they mean. You've heard about them for years. What are you doing to install these three operating values into your life, into your relationships, into your business, into your hiring, into your bringing on vendors? When you're bringing on a new vendor, do you have a process to make sure that that vendor is going to add simplicity, probability, and leverage? Do you have that? It's very important. All right. In the BFS business frame, every business, if they want to have simplicity, probability, and leverage, needs to have the components of the frame, which is a crystal clear and short business purpose statement. It's got to be short. A purpose statement could be two words, sell books like Amazon or the best at selling books, five words, the best at selling books, catalyzing statement. Watch the TEDx talk I did on creating a catalyzing statement from your purpose statement. And then critical, you've got to have a list of values from which to make decisions. Do you have a rock solid list of values from which to make decisions? in your business. Do all of your employees know what that rock solid list of values are? Have you communicated that? Do you communicate those at every meeting? And here's what I want to talk about today. I want to dig a little bit deeper on it today because I think it's so important. The next part of the frame, it's part four, is your business strategy. And I call it the real business strategy. Because in business, what happens today is, I talked about this in the mindset webinar, but what happens today is things are built on quicksand. We don't have permanence in our business and in our personal life.
So things are constantly moving. However, we believe, because we've seen it over and over and over again, if you want simplicity, probability, and leverage, you've got to have a clear business strategy that you communicate to your clients, to your vendors, to your employees, to your partners, to your owners, to anybody associated with the business. What business are you in? And you need to be very clear. It's a statement followed by, if you want, a few, a few sentences. So we are in the business of selling books. That's what Amazon said. Now they can go into more details about why they chose books. You've heard this story many times, I'm sure, in the press, but they chose books because they were easier to um, uh, store and cheaper to ship. And really, if you think about books, are a great uh, product because they all have special numbers. I think they're called IBS numbers, uh, International Book Something Something. So there's no confusion about what a book is. If I want uh, you know, the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People and I want the version that was published in 1989, there's only one uh, book number for that book. So it's a very smart decision. So when you're creating a business strategy for your company, do it in a way that years later you'll realize was smart. And it doesn't happen overnight. It's not like a lightning bolt idea. Most people think that the idea is important, but it's not. It's the execution of that, of that idea. There's millions and millions of really good business ideas. But it's the execution. How are you going to take that idea, wrap around the principles that we teach inside Business Finishing School, scale the business, sell it later, and create wealth? How are you going to do that? Well, that's going to be done by you taking time out of your life and really thinking about it and strategizing about it and writing and rewriting and finalizing. So... My very direct question for you is, what business are you in? Now, if you say um, a doctor or I'm an insurance agent or I'm a printer, then you're not really getting it. it. Instead of saying I'm an insurance agent, you could say, I free up widows' futures. I'm in the business of, of, of giving freedom to widows. So think of your business from the perspective of that. If you're a doctor, you could say, I give health to people. Or give people life satisfaction, or I give people freedom. So you could think about it from a, a unique perspective. Don't fall in the trap of being just like everybody else. So, what business are you in? Very clear statement, followed by a paragraph. If if you want, write about it. Think about it. Talk about it. Ruminate over it. The next part of the strategy is who is your ideal customer. And think about this from the perspective of somebody that you may have dealt with in your life that has a name, like Bob or Mary or Susie, a real person. In my view, it's always a lot better to think about your who as a real person that you've dealt with. So it's not some mysterious um, uh, robotron or <laughs> avatar or whatever people often use. Uh, it's a real person. Think about the best person you ever had I had an experience 25 years ago where I was trying to build my uh, it was about 30 years ago actually I was trying to build my brokerage firm when I was selling uh, in New York and I realized that I had been trying to 
chase down this wealthy avatar. And instead I said, who is my absolute favorite customer? And it was this guy named Reinhold. He was awesome, awesome to work with. And I said to Reinhold, I said, how do I find more people like you? And Reinhold made it his mission after he retired to help me find more people like him. And I built my entire future on the, on the back of this who, whose name happened to be Reinhold, who's still alive, by the way, and he's in his 90s. It's great. Um, so get really clear who you can put an avatar if you want, but then put a person that is a real person that you've dealt with that that avatar most closely resembles. I really think it's better to have a person. And then how do you deliver your product or service? This is a little tricky because in the how is both your marketing. How are we going to market? How are we going to get in front of our who? So you have to ask the question, how do we get our what in front of our who? And that's all of the things you're doing on the marketing side. And then the second part of the how is how do we deliver our product or service? Let me use an example of, um, I'm not sure why this is on the top of my mind right now because I don't know that it's an industry I would want to be in, but there's one in my building and they're very successful. They have a print shop. They actually print, you know, the stuff that we use for our business growth summits. They print books, not books like that you buy on Amazon, but booklets for events. They print signs. They print um, knickknacks. For example, if you want to get, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, an iPhone cover and you want to put your logo on it for an event, they do stuff like that. So when you ask them what business are you in, they don't say we're in the print business. They, were in, they say we're in the customer service business. And our product is branding. So they can brand any product. So, you know, they would say that, that they wouldn't say they're in the print business. In fact, if you look at their sign, it doesn't even say that. It says branding all over it. We help companies brand themselves. Who is their ideal customer? Small business owners. And how do they deliver their product or service? They deliver it by word of mouth. They're constantly saying, who do you know, who do you know, who do you know? And they deliver it by high touch service. So from a marketing perspective, it's all word of mouth because they realize there's thousands of companies that do what they do and they're not going to be able to rise above the noise. Here's the interesting thing about this little business. They're extremely successful. They're always busy. They're always uh, responsive. They're high touch and all of that. So let me back up a couple of steps and just restate it from a high level so you can think about your business from this perspective. If you have not written out a crystal clear real business strategy, which is what business am I in, who is my ideal customer, and how do I deliver my product and service, both from a marketing perspective, i.e. how people hear about you, and a product delivery perspective, in other words, how are you delivering your product, then I believe you're not going to have simplicity, probability, and leverage in your life. It's incredibly important in my, uh, from my perspective for you to have all of this laid out. So when people come to work for you or people come to do business with you or people come to invest in your company, it's so clear 
that they're moved to take action. All right, so that's the fourth part of the business frame. The fifth part is having crystal clear long-term objectives. That speaks for itself. But even if you want to sell the business in six months, it's very important to have clear long-term objectives. We want to have 200 locations in 2030. That's clear. And then what are the quarterly objectives? In other words, what does the business need to get done in the next quarter? What are the five important, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and tangible objectives that we need to get done this quarter as a company? And then each employee needs the five for themselves. And that leads me to the last point. The five ways to pay every employee to have simplicity, probability, and leverage in your business is every employee needs a base salary. Every employee needs five objectives per quarter. Every employee needs to receive a company-wide bonus. That's a small bonus that everyone in the company receives if the company achieves its objectives. So if the company achieves its five objectives, Remember, this is separate from my individual objectives, but if the company achieves its five objectives that the whole company's measuring, then everybody gets $500 as an example, and we all go to dinner at the nicest restaurant in town. So it's the third way to pay everybody. The fourth way to pay everybody is something long-term. Like, for example, on your 10-year anniversary, I'm going to buy you a cruise, or, on your, uh, or, or you get options to own a piece of the business, or you have some type of insurance um, policy that is granted to you on your 12th year with the business, something long-term to get people not looking for a job all the time, but wanting to stay with you. So something long-term. And then lastly, people need benefits. We live in a world where if you don't give people benefits, they're going to look for a job eventually that has better benefits. And so for us, I think it's important to use what we call a PEO, a professional employment organization. You use one of those, they do payroll, they do benefits, they do 401ks, they do all of that stuff. And it gives people the feeling that they're working for a real company, not like some podunk mom and pop uh, operation that the next time a good opportunity comes along, they're going to leave. So that is the business frame focus specifically on the real business strategy. On September 27th to 29th, we've got our Sweet 16 Business Growth Summit. I cannot believe it's the 16th event. I'm super excited with all the people that have committed to come so far, the speakers. I can't release it, but we will have the best lineup of speakers that we've ever had. In fact, One of the most famous speakers on planet Earth is going to be there. And this person will rock your world. It's the second time I'm working with them this year. And all I can tell you is you're in for a massive, massive surprise. Get your spouse there. Get your team there. Get your accountability group there. My quote of the month this month is, only a small group of thoughtful committed people can change the world. In fact, that's all who has ever done that. Only a small group of thoughtful, committed people can change the world. In fact, that's all who has ever done that. And Margaret Mead said that. And this is really uh, to combat people thinking that governments can fix things. It's really that thoughtful, small, committed group that does things. And I look at the team at Business Finishing School 
as that. So I've learned inside the BFS program how you do the program is how you do your life. So if you do the program in a committed way where every week you've got a rhythm of doing the program, that's how your life's going to be. But if you, you know, procrastinate and forget and don't put a rhythm around it, that's how your life's going to be as well. So how you do anything is how you do everything. If you have any questions for me, please send them to info at businessfinishingschool.com and say, please send this to Rick Sapio. Have an awesome day. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.